And I was like, that is like the worst answer I've ever heard. <laughs> so hard. Welcome, everyone, to the CavsCorner.com podcast. CavsCorner.com, your source for Virginia sports. I am Brad Franklin, publisher of CavsCorner.com, coming to you live from the place of Franklin States in the west end of Richmond, where it is Tuesday. Oh, look at that. Tuesday, August the 31st. We are recording this early just on the off chance that we have power outages and such related to the remnants of the hurricane uh, as it scurries up the eastern seaboard and such, or I guess looks toward the uh, Chesapeake Bay as it moves out. Um, but anyway, we decided to go ahead and record early um, just in case. And uh, so, yeah, we are here Tuesday. You are hearing this on Thursday. If, I mean, we don't know what happened on Wednesday. So um, forgive us if there was some massive breaking news piece that we did not talk about in the show. We will get to it next week. Um I think uh, if folks have been paying attention to us for the last few years, we we, we do our uh, prediction podcast like we did last week, and then we come back, and we don't spend a whole lot of time previewing the opener because we, we literally just talked about it. Um, so tonight we will we will jump mainly to a prop bets, um, another one of my favorite podcasts uh, all season long, and uh, I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Now let's uh, go around and introduce everybody before we get started. Up in Fishersville, David Spence is back on the show. How's it going, my friend? It's going pretty good. Um, it's really weird. I've started getting ready for the tailgate Saturday and realized how long it had been since some of that stuff had been open. So I might be busy the next few evenings. But who days on the board at who days on Twitter? Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun to finally be out there and uh, give There's all y'all COVID. Bourbon bottle in there when we opened <laughs> last game. That's right. Um, yeah. Let's see if he's back. Uh, up in uh, Loudon, staff writer Justin Ferber also on the program. What's going on, my dude? I am back. Oh, um, there he is. If we come up with anything tonight on the show, guys, we need to remember to trademark it. Trademark. So no one can steal it from us a few years later. Make a make a column about it. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think when we last did anything with the fifth side joke. We didn't yeah, do anything with it last year, but we definitely did the year before. We've yeah, it's been a running joke for ever since. I think we lost then. our uh, imminent domain or whatever. No, no, no. Statue limitations is what you're going for. That's and what no, it is. we absolutely yeah. did not. No, no. That that is ours. That he, if Brian wants it, he can come and he can ask for it, and we can settle up some sort of uh, situation. Yeah, we can do a pun to be named later. At <laughs> Justin underscore Ferber on Twitter. And managing editor uh, Damon Dillman up in Charles was also on this here program. How's it going, Damon? You're 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 uh, killing it all through the preseason, and the season is right around the corner. How you feeling? Ah, uh, what I I want to make the same joke I did last week about get back to me, check back with me in two hours, but then I paid the price for it because <laughs> you did, didn't you? <laughs> it actually did take two hours. So yeah, I just I'm just hoping we can all make a gentleman's agreement here that we can keep this one to a more reasonable length because I need my rest. <laughs> <laughs> i go to bed early these days uh, you literally pick like the two longest shows of the year that's, that's very true this is very true 
Wait, is this one long too, or the or last week in the week? <laughs> he doesn't do it. He's like, wait, is this one long too? Oh man, that's good. Is this one? We'll long get you too? out of here. That's a that's a good that's a good topic. I have a curfew, especially since we're on a Tuesday. So. Oh man. Uh, at Damon Dillman. There he goes. And Cavs Corner also on Twitter. Cavs underscore Corner. Great place for the in-game updates Saturday night, the content items, and the occasional way banter. Um, okay, so. All right, do we need to talk depth chart at all, or should we just move right into the props? What do we guys think? I Let's mean, go props. All right, re, all right. No, I'm gonna say three sentences on this. Right, one, not many surprises. Two, um, I think no surprises is a good thing. Three, I feel very confident about my pick for next week's game. There you go. Three whole sentences uh, about the depth chart and such. Uh, I will point people to. Uh, Damon's three, two, one. Um, I think he did a really nice job of sort of like um, highlighting some of the the outstanding questions and such, but also sort of underscoring um, a lot of the reality. So make sure you give that a look. It'll be in the um, uh, the link will be in the podcast app as well as the show notes uh, for the show. All right, Ferber, it's your show. Props it up. Let's do it. Here we go. Um, most of these for you guys that have listened before are worth one point each in our season long contest. Brad won last year, I believe. Um, I kind of blocked that out of my memory. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. So this year we have a bunch to go through here, obviously. So what I'll do is I will run through the prop. There's a few different categories. Um, and then I will try to give some context as to like what happened last year or like why I came up with this the way I did or something. There's a couple new wrinkles this year, but for the most part, it'll be pretty much like we've done it in years past. So without any more fluff, um, let's get into it. Um, the first one is the first one that we always do. And, and for the record, I'm the only one who has seen these. So if, if guys seem like a little thrown off by them, that's because they usually don't want to see them. Um, so here we go. The first one, same as always. How is the first touchdown of the season scored? And we're looking for the player, how they did it. And then the tiebreaker would be how many yards. Since some of us might have the same guess last year, the first touchdown of the season was a Brennan Armstrong four yard touchdown run. All right. Um, let's, let's do this. Damon, since you're the new guy, we're going to let you go first. Uh, I oh, am going to move. I'm going to move this around sometimes um, as, as I play traffic cop in chief. Um, but for this one, we're going to let Damon go first. Damon first touchdown. Let's see it. I'm going to say it's Talapapa with a run from three yards out. That is classic. Classic. It's just, I mean, it's the story Safe of the pick. guy's career. Yeah. Safe pick. If this was, if this was, um, that's like the Bud Light beer, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. But it'll probably be right. Yeah. If, uh, if this was, I mean, are family- we pl- when as soon as you revealed that you go back at the end of the year and figure out who won this, I said I'm not taking any chances. <laughs> uh, this I've was got family a feud that would that would here. get the whole clap clap clap. Good answer. Good answer. Clap clap. Yeah. Good answer. Good answer. Uh, uh, Dave, what's yours? I mean, the safe bet is is Talapapa. Um. But I can't be safe. I'm gonna go Keaton Thompson, uh, 42 yards. Ooh, run or, wow. or or catch? I'll run. I'll run. Just okay. Gonna, yeah. All right. I'm I'm calling on myself third because I'm I, Ferber has a way of of uh, stealing my answers in these kinds of things. So I don't sure. like to, I don't like to let him go in front of me. <laughs> it's just my own personal pet peeve. Uh, I'm gonna go with a Brennan Armstrong to um, Rashawn Henry, 18 yard touchdown pass. That's nice. You guys are going with some bolder ones. I guess William and Mary kind of brings that out. 
I am going to go with a Brandon Armstrong to Jelani Woods seven-yard touchdown pass. Yeah, Dave, I can't believe you left this one on the table. I really. But Keaton, really well, so my original, my original was going to be a short Keaton Thompson run, but not you know, forty-two not, yards, huh? Yeah, I want to do something. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, give me Damon's number two. In the lead one, nothing. <laughs> yeah, Damon's off to a great start. Um, all right, so who leads the team in touchdowns this season? Keep in mind that touchdown passes do not count, so obviously, like it won't. Brandon Armstrong won't do it just by throwing 22 touchdown passes. It's they have to actually cross the goal line. So last year, Keaton Thompson and Tony Poljan had six each to lead the team. And I think they both scored in the last game of the season to, to do that. So um, what are the guesses for team touchdown leader this year? Uh, Dave, let's start with you. Um, I'm going to go Keaton eight. Uh, yeah, I don't think we were doing a number, but that's cool. Good context. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just need the bonus point after the first one. I, right, I'll James. go ahead and go now because I okay. can just do the same exact thing. So that's my guess as well. Keaton Thompson. Um, eight or so sounds about right, though. I think that would probably be pretty much where I would be. All right, Damon, go ahead. I'm going to go. Man, are you guys going to make fun of me if I go with Talapapa again? No, no, we're not. No, no, you're you're you're, <laughs> you're my friend. A really interesting year for that choice too, because like there might be actually more competition. And obviously, yeah. he didn't win last year, so. I mean, I'm leaning. I, I'm torn between Talapapa. Uh, I'm going to go with Jelani Woods. I, I think he's going to break a couple big ones. Uh, I'm going to say he had. I, I, I like that eight number. I'm going to say eight for Woods. Gosh. All right. Can you rephrase? Can you can you restate the question again? I just want to make sure I'm I'm understanding the ramp. Touchdown, Most touchdown, touchdowns. scoring touchdown leader. So basically, like a okay, touchdown. So, okay, got you, is, got you. Okay. Yeah, scoring. Uh, man, I think it's gonna be Wicks. Give me Dontavian Wicks. Um, You're stepping with, on one of my props later, but this with, is good. With eight, give me Wicks with eight. Eight's the magic number. You know, I the my other guess with my other like choice would have probably actually been Brennan Armstrong. Because he could easily have like nine rushing touchdowns. Oh yeah, um, for sure. So yeah, all right. So the next one, another team one, uh, team turnover margin for the season. Just a reminder: last year they were minus one. Every game they won last year, they were plus in the turnover margin. Every game that they lost, they were minus. So <laughs> very straightforward. So last year they were minus one. What do you guys think about this year? Dave, go. Go um, oh no, Dave. I'll go all right, I'll go, um, I'm going to go plus two this year. I'm going to go no plus plus three and a half. Three, three, three. <laughs> three and a half. Three and a half. I was thinking like over under, and it's I got, got myself all psyched out. Sorry. Three. Give me three. <laughs> plus three. This is like the price is right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, there is, is definitely yeah, a this price is, is this right. This is the fun of it all. This. <laughs> I'm going to go I was plus three was my number. Uh, so I guess I have to go plus four since plus two's already taken too. So I'll go plus four. Yeah. I mean, I certainly think they can improve the number. The only thing that kind of makes me think it won't be a huge improvement is you don't have a lot of these, like you have William and Mary on the schedule, but you don't have like a typical non-conference schedule with like three gimme sort of games. Um, so I think it'll be closer to even. So my guess is going to be plus two, um, for this season. And that's everybody, right? For that one. Yep. Okay, cool. Um, all right. So the next one is a new one that I just came up with a few minutes ago. Um, where does the offensive line grade in pro football focus rank them in the ACC for the season? 
Wow, this is good. All right, I'll go overall, first. not just run or pass, right? Yeah, overall, yeah. He's talking about overall. Okay. Yeah. Uh, give me third. Damon, in case you're not wondering, Ferber is absolutely going to remind you of these things as they happen. Yeah, I give you guys a weekly. <laughs> he will, I'm not writing text... anything down, though. I have to go back and re-listen yeah, to it. He will, I tried he will to absolutely write it down like... and it was impossible. But here's <laughs> the fun thing, though. Here's the fun thing is like when you completely forget that like you pick something and Ferber will go, oh, you just picked that one up. And I'm like, what? I have no idea. But he always <laughs> Yeah, when Dameek Starling scores a touchdown against... Uh, yep. Ackley Christian or whatever. It's like, hey, Brad, you're only a you're only a job Rawlings touchdown short now or whatever. Michael Finch, he got hurt. Yeah. How was yeah. I supposed to know he was going to get hurt? Anyway, you're I'm only sorry. a Dylan Thompson sack away. Oh, we've had. You don't think we've had Dylan Thompson? <laughs> I'm sure. Thor Gaines. Thor Gaines. Um. All right. Who's next? Dave, go. You can go. Kind of forgot what the question was. Offensive <laughs> line. PFF, the ranking oh, yeah. of the season. Uh, um, overall, third's pretty good. Uh, I'm going to say fourth. I'll go next. I'm going to say second. Ooh. All right, I think they're going to maul on the ground. And they're Damon, pick first really just so we can all, then we can have a whole set. I mean, this is two consecutive, uh, times you stole my three. Pre- I'm going to stay, say third. Okay. Uh, I'm sticking with my guns, even if somebody else. You got to you got to try to win. You got to try to win. It's going to be messed up when PFF gives them like a horrible grade for some game where they were like fine, and they do that sometimes. It's like really weird, and they'll be like seventh for the season or something. Yeah, blowout games hurt you because they'll grade. Yeah, they grade the backups backups and stuff. Yeah, of course. All right, so on to the next one. Um, Another one that we do every year. Which game, what's the highest game single point total? So we want the total number of points scored, and then we want, for UVA, not both teams, um, and the game. So last year it was 55 against Abilene. Can't we just go back to last week and listen through and figure out? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, you should. <laughs> I try. So I try really hard not to step on the actual game picks, but there's always a couple overlapping. Uh, let's yeah. see, Dave. We'll start with you. Uh, I'm gonna stick with my game pick. <laughs> I'm gonna go William Mary 55. 55. Yeah, I believe 55. mine was William Mary 45. So I'm gonna go with that. And I can go back and check last week's as well. If you guys just want me to do that, I think uh, mine I'm, was William and Mary 44. Does that sound you had, right? You had 48. Sounds about right. Eight, I think. 48 to six. 48 was it? Yeah, you had okay. Well, yeah. regardless, yeah, with that. Unless they've unless they've added Bishop Sycamore in the last seven days, <laughs> Bishop Sycamore. Um, well, my I mean, last is... year they might have had to play them with all the games that got canceled. Uh, game... Gosh, we were really close with Duke too. Um, yeah, mine's Women Mary, forty-four. All right, all right. So the next group of props are over unders. So we got a bunch. Oh yeah, my favorite. Here we go. These are the, these are the fun ones. All right, this one comes from our friend at Who Dave's on Twitter. <laughs> um, what a jerk! How many how many games this how many games this season does Brandon Armstrong not lead the team in rushes? Not rushing yards, rushes, rushing attempts, and the over under is two point five games. <sighs> I'm sorry, I'm, I, I can't I can't function right now. Oh man. Uh, give me how many does he not lead? Mm-hmm. 
Um, Last year, oh, by the way, it was two out of the eight yeah. full games, and give it was me, Duke and Abilene, Abilene Christian. Give me, give me three. That'd be the over. <laughs> yeah, you can just say over. I'll take the over as well. Yeah. I will I also it. take the over. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go under just to be different. I'm going to say two. You're um, probably going to be right. Yeah. He's going to lead the, the team in rushing attempts quite a few times. Okay. <laughs> Here's the interesting one. Lavelle Davis games played <laughs> over under four oh, and a half. Oh, snap. Here we go. All right. Dave, go ahead. You go first. You're the I'm you've gonna, driving I'm the go conspiracy under. theory train on this. Oh, you're going under. Go, yeah, and just for the mojo. Oh, okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Dave Dave is gonna sacrifice his question so that he can see Lavelle uh MF Davis. Uh over so we're we're saying the number of games he actually plays, right? Not yes. Okay. It doesn't have to do anything if he takes the field. If he takes the field, okay. In a game. Not that he's yeah. dressed for. Right. Okay. So he actually plays. And the number is what was the over what was this what was the line? Four and a half. Four and a half. I would have said four. Uh, give me the over. Yeah, give me the over. And the crowd goes silent. <laughs> uh, Damon, you're next. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I don't know. I'm somewhere in that four to five range. Who set this line? Vegas. I did. <laughs> Vegas, Justin. Oh, yeah, Loudon. <laughs> high stakes justin ferber yeah hey I, I really thought about it because i was i also have to think like what's a number where you guys will have to think about it because if i set it at two i think everybody would probably go over no, if i set a, it yeah. at 10 everybody's going under i'm gonna say uh under i am gonna say under as well i think he plays in three or four games yeah i'm I'm, st- I'm sitting on four yeah. i don't think they're gonna push him okay Next one, team points per game. We do this every year. Last year was 30.7. This year I've set the over-under a little higher at 31.5. I'll take the over. Okay, that's a lot of points. Damon? I'm going to go back and add up my scores from last week. And (laughs) average them out. (laughs) I'm going to take the under because the number that jumped into my head was 31.3 which is just under 31.5. So I'm going to take the under. If it's 31.3, you win the whole contest. <laughs> we'll take, yeah. Put it out there. I'm going to go over. I think it's going to be like 33. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go over as well. I think if I added up my scores, it would be a little over 31.5. They've been consistently right around 30 points a game the last three years. So um, I think that that number is pretty good. If you expect them to be a little better this year, then 31, 32 points is in play. All right, here we go, Dave. Jelani Woods catches over under 47 and a half. Last year, Paul Jan had 38 in 10 games. This is just the first game, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Regardless, yeah, my answer is week. over. Yeah. My, my answer is over. Okay. First game, whole season, doesn't matter. Yeah, I'll take the over. This is just regular season, right? Yeah, after the tech game, we're done. And what, yeah. uh, what, what was the uh, over under? 47 and a half. Uh, I'm going to go under just to be different. Okay. He's like, I'm trying to win. I am going to go under as well, but I think it's going to be right around there. Yeah, I think it's 
that's yeah. Mid-40s. I think that's a very good line because that's right at four catches a game. Thank you. Put a lot of time into this in the last thirty minutes. Um, <laughs> Definitely not during work hours. No, nah, the, the hardest part when you do over unders is just where do you put the number? It's just yeah, you know, you trying to figure right? that out. All right, so defense and special teams touchdowns for the season. Last year they had two. This year I've set the line and for obviously two more games this year. You have to kind of keep that in mind with these lines as well. Um, over under for this year, two and a half defense and special teams touchdowns. Uh, I'll take the over. I'm going to, I'll go next. I'll, I'll go over as well. Um, I usually go under on these, but I, I think they're going to have like three or four this year. I'm torn up. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to go under just because I think they're. it's really hard to make those happen. So I'm just going to play the odds here and go under. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go under just to kind of block Damon from <laughs> three across that he's playing. There you go. Yeah, I mean, the last year, last year the two were the Noah Taylor, like, 85-yard pick six, and then the, Deshaun bad, Perry. the bad beat of the year, Deshaun Perry touchdown. Oh, man, that thing was brutal. Yeah, they broke a rock, too. Yeah, um, All right, where were we? Longest touchdown of the season from scrimmage. Mm. Last year, it was 90 yards, Lavelle Davis. Mm. Um, this year, I've set it at 76 and a half yards. I think I'm going to go over. I mean, I I, I do think that they're going to have some issues um, at times, especially with consistently running the football. Um, like, it just feels like there's a lot of, like, uh, why isn't Virginia's running game better stories brewing out there, right? But I do think they're going to have some explosive uh, opportunities, especially those first couple games. Like, I watched that Illinois-Nebraska game, and I did not come away, did not come away thinking that, like, that defense is going to be, you know, all that tough to score against. Um, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I, I don't know. I just feel like – I feel like they've got, you know, a couple 80-yarders in them, I think. Something crazy like that. This is That's the way this thing works. Yeah, I, I'm going to go over as well. Or, yeah, I think so. I think they actually had like three plays that were over 75 yards. Yeah, it's just hard. I mean, with Wicks and Keaton. Yeah, because they, and, and then they had the one. Even, and then, you know, even Devin Darrington like coming in against backups against, say, William and Mary. Yeah, like, didn't, uh, didn't, that um, what's his name from, uh, from Towson have a really long one too? Shane Simpson. Yeah, did I think his one? was like 71 or something. It was like Carolina, that. right? Yeah, it was a screen. It was like a little flare pass. Um, yeah, he had one. I'm actually going to go under. I just think this this line set pretty high. Um, I think last year, I mean, they made a bunch of big plays, but I think, you know, 70-yard touchdowns would be under, and those are still really big plays. Yeah, I'm with you, Ferber. I'm going to take the under as well, though I'm really tempted to take the over on this one. But that's just rolling the rolling playing the playing the odds again. Uh, yeah, that's I don't know. I do think, however, I, I I think Jelani Woods is going to make a couple of big plays too. I just get the sense that he's there's there there's some running catchability there that uh, that uh, that we're going to see from him. But I don't. I'm just this is just me playing the odds again. I'm going to take the under on this one as well. Okay. And Speaking of course, of- by Saturday, we will have been proven wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Saturday, if you take the under, like Saturday is probably the most dangerous, you know, like situation you have to get through. Um, Cause weird stuff happens in those games. 
And remember, this is from scrimmage as well. So like kick returns and stuff don't count. Um, all right. So the next one is, okay, speaking of gambling, UVA, did you guys know that UVA went for it on fourth down 25 times last year, which was 11th most nationally? Wow. I did. I did. Not know I that. did. that I sounds like very stuff successful against know. AP top 25. Yeah, yeah. That was 11th most nationally. So this year with two extra games, I've set the over under at 26 and a half. Is Dr. Bob going to be spinning that roulette wheel or are they going to be punting more? Or maybe they won't have as many fourth downs. That's the that I mean that's really where you want to be right, which is you know you, your your punter doesn't get any work because your offense is you know pretty good. Uh, give me the under. I don't I don't know if they're gonna. Um, I don't I don't know I don't think so. Give me the under. I'm gonna go under as well. I, I think that it's possible that they could say like you know what fourth and short like we feel really good about what we've got, but I think that they're gonna be in those situations less because I think they're gonna be really good on first and second down. Yeah, I think I'll go under as well. Um, ah. Yeah. <laughs> this is where Damon flips it on us. I'm going to yeah, take you over. <laughs> <laughs> Competitive no, side just, coming out. No, I mean, I was going to take the overall long. I was just laughing at the way everything else shook out. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, no, I just think they're aggressive. And uh, they're, they're a very analytical staff. And, and I'm, there's plenty of analytics that say it makes more sense to go for it on fourth down than teams traditionally have. And yeah. I think that's reflected in that number last year as well. And I don't know what the numbers are from previous years, but they're probably along that same line. So, yeah, I'm going to take the over. Yeah, I, I was kind of wondering the same thing, and obviously I didn't have time to go back and review all the games, but I don't think that that number's like, coincidental. I think it's, like, they made an effort to go for it more, um, especially with, like, Heaton and different, for, uh, you know, short yardage stuff they can do. And with the offensive line they have back and the confidence they have in them, a lot of shorter, even, like, fourth and two, fourth and three, I could see them having the confidence in – and them and Talapapa as a short yardage guy. So I'm going to take the over. All right. The next one is sort of another one that's related to what we talked about last week, but it really depends on what you think of the opponents over under for wins over ranked opponents at the time of the game. Um, the over under is one and a half last year. They had one. They beat North Carolina. I'll go first. Yeah. I'm going to go under. I think yeah, I was gonna say I got to go under, even though I haven't beaten Carolina. I mean, who else are they gonna beat? Miami? Don't you haven't beaten Miami? You did no, have them beating Miami. Oh, I do. You're right. Oh, yeah, okay. but and we think Miami is gonna be ranked by that point. That's I a mean, question. that's well, it depends on what you, what you think of how they man. play out their first few games. I mean, they're gonna probably lose to Alabama, but they're not gonna drop out of the polls for that. Um, and that's before they go to Chapel Hill, so they could definitely be ranked. If you think they're probably going to use lose to Alabama, you should bet some money on Miami because they're definitely going to lose to Alabama. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Give me the over. Screw it. I think I've this, got to take the over. preseason I, predictions into the flames of, of hell. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm torn. I, I'm going to take the over, but I've got them losing to Carolina, which makes it crazy. But I think BYU would be ranked, and I think Virginia Tech could potentially be ranked at the end of the year. Um, so, yeah, I'll go. I'll go over. I don't think it's crazy that Pitt could be ranked if you look at their schedule. I mean, yeah, I got them losing a bit, so yeah. can't, can't pick that one. <laughs> I am going to take the under as a reflection on the schedule more than I just, yeah, I don't have a ton of confidence that they'll encounter. They'll encounter enough ranked teams 
to get enough ranked wins to get past one and a half. Yeah, I mean, the big thing for me was like, do you think they're going to beat the ranked teams they play? Because they're going to probably have like three of them with Notre Dame is good. Um, and then do you think that anybody in the back half of the schedule is going to like become ranked? And, and I don't necessarily think so. So, um, okay, where were we? Uh, passing yards allowed per game. So last year they allowed 260.6 yards per game through the air. This year I set the over-under a little lower than that at 251.5. So over under 251.5 passing yards allowed per game. <sighs> over. I'm going to go under. I think they'll be a slightly better against the pass, but I mean, even the 251 is terrible. So I'll oh, go, yeah, under. I'll go but, under. Yeah, for, for, for you guys that don't like look at this, 251 is bad. Yeah. <laughs> It's a slight improvement from last year, but I didn't set the number low. Wait, what? What is? What is it again? Two fifty one. Two fifty one point five allowed per game. Ah, uh, gosh. Uh, I mean that'd be a pretty drastic improvement from last year. Um. Uh, but then if you go back and look at the previous years, that's usually you know they were. Well, there were years when I think they gave up less than average, less than 200 passing yards. Yeah, I'm looking it up oh, yeah. now, actually while we're here. So, uh, yeah, I uh, oof, I am gonna take. So, so this one basically comes down to: Are you buying stock in the uh, the the alleged three three five and the uh, the improvement, the other improvements with the secondary? Uh, I'm going to go. Wow. They allowed 267.7 the year before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that was because they played like Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, those yeah. games down the stretch. Like if you go back and you look in the, at the Florida game and the Carolina game even that year, those games down the stretch two years ago, because uh, they were like really good. And I think to, the year before that, they were like 180 or something. Yeah. It was really, yeah, really it good. Was, uh, 2018 was 211. There's a better year than that somewhere in there. No, they were 211. No, I think I think 2018 and 2017 they were. Uh, are you sure you're looking at the? Uh, I think you're looking at the pass offenses from from these years. Because last, I, actually, you're right. I think I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because last year they gave up like 300 a game. Three. That's why. I, yeah, that's why I went. That's why I went over because I was like, I think they're going to improve a little bit, but they're not going to be, you know, lights and you know heads and shoulders above, you know, where they were last year. And I figured, like, oh, 250, they could still 255, 260, and it'd be better than last year. Yeah, yeah they, I, you're they, right. I did look at the wrong number. I'm going over. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to I'm changing that my answer. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still tempted to take the under because in years uh, past, when they've been a good pass defense, they've been a really good pass defense. I just, ah, uh, gosh. I'm, I'm going to re reset it right now at 275.5. Ugh. 275.5. I'm taking the under on that one. Yeah, I'm staying under. I mean, Bronco, for the most part, fixes problems the following year. Sometimes yeah. that, uh, I would bet against our rush numbers. I'll go over because I screwed this up. <laughs> Make it a little harder <laughs> on myself. Brad, did you did you weigh in? I did. I said, I said uh, no, I said, I said over, didn't I? Yeah. 
Okay, cool. Um, all right, number of UVA players on first team all ACC last year. I don't believe they had any. Um, I looked quickly, as you can probably tell from the last crop. Um, <laughs> I have it at 1.5 this year, over under. So basically, my thought was Nick Jackson is going to probably make it. Does someone else make it? I'm going to take the over on that one. I think Jelani Woods is going to make it too. Okay. I wonder if they'll have a football player option. this year. Or Mr. Football option. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, I'm going to take the over because I think Jackson, I think Finn could potentially yeah, sneak that, in there. <laughs> you stole and it from then, me. I was going to say, hey, who's going to make it? Jacob Finn. Obviously, when Damon was brought on board, Brad didn't tell him that David's already claimed Johnny Woods. You can't touch him for everything. <laughs> so, I just think he's going to have a good year. I'm no, sorry. He's going to be a monster. I'm just messing. So, yeah, I think over. I'll take over, too. Okay, I am going to go under. I think it's just going to be one. Um, but you have a lot of offensive linemen as well. You know, there's definitely some options. Um, okay, next one is Nick Jackson. Speaking of Nick Jackson, Nick Jackson tackles. Last year he had 105 in 10 games, which is insane. I set the number at 111.5 for this year. Uh, I'll go for it. I, I'm going to take the over because I believe this is going to be a good team, and I think he's going he's gonna to have to make tackles for this defense to be good. I'm going to go under because a 111.5 is just really high. Um, if you look at it statistically, I mean, he should have like, you know, if he's doing 10 a game, it should be like 120. But, you know, injuries happen. Guys get pulled early. I'm going to go under. I think he ends up with like 100. I'm going to take the over just because I think he's on that Micah Kaiser plan. Mm-hmm. And take, yeah, like, sure. you, like you just said, 10, averaging 10 a game gets him to 120. Uh, and I think he will average at least 10 a game. So I'm going to take, I'm going to take the over. That's what Kaiser would do. He would have those games where he'd have like 15. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> so you just clean it up. Uh, give me the over. Okay. All right. Next one should be a quick one. Kicks return for a touchdown over under 0.5. <laughs> Last year, there were not any. Does that include punts or is it just kicks? Just- kickoffs i i'm gonna take the under just because that's one of the spots where there seems to be the most uncertainty uh going into the season and yes i'm gonna take the i don't think they break any for a touchdown this year i'm gonna do a zigzag last year i took the under i'm going over this year i have no idea who's gonna return those kicks but i think they get i think they just break one somehow Yeah, I'm going to take the over as well. I, I mean, I think if Mike Collins is back there, I think he's got something to prove, and I think he's got ability. Paris Jones is a good little returner. Um, yeah, uh, I'm going to take the over. All right, what's next? Did you go? You Wait, didn't say one. I, ju- I thought I just did. No, you must have been muted. I didn't hear you. Yeah, you didn't say anything. All right, reframe it for me one more time. Just make sure I know which question I'm answering. Kickoff return is point five. Uh, Are they going to return a kick or not? No, give me, give me, give me the under. No. Okay, this one's for you. Actually, this next one. Um, Dontavian Wicks touchdowns over under five and a half. I already know you're going to be going over because you said. Yeah, give me the over. Yeah, give me the over. Okay, (laughs) way over. I am going to go under. 
and that's not a slam on him. Liddell, Lavelle Davis had ten, uh, five last year, so it's not crazy that he could have five in 12 games and have a good season. Um, so I'll go under. I'm going to go over just because I think he's going to break a couple and you factor in a 12-game season. I could see him getting like six. Yeah. Six or awesome. seven. Seven may be optimi- overly optimistic, but yeah, I'm going to take the over on this one. Yeah, I'm tempted to take the over too, so I think I I think I will. Um, him and you know him and Armstrong seem to have a pretty tight relationship. So Woods will have 36, and he'll have at least six. <laughs> it's funny because like it really depends on where you see the, the points coming from. Because it's like uh, you can't like give Jelani Woods 20 touchdowns and also give Wick. You know, it's you kind of have to figure out where you're going to short someone. Longest field goal. I believe goal of that's the year. what I just did. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no one else is going to score. Just uh, Jelani Woods. <laughs> just and, those uh, two guys. Um, and longest... Papa with the first touchdown. Yeah, ex- yeah exactly. Wayne Talapapa is going to have the first one and then nothing else. Um, longest field goal made of the year, over under 46 and a half yards for Justin Dunkel. All right. Are you saying, is it attached to Dunkel specifically or is no, it just, just the for longest? the team? Okay. Yeah. I'm assuming he'll be doing it, but you know, I, you, know you never know. Um, Give me the under. I'm going to go over. What the hell? I mean, he's got the leg. Why not? I think he does, too. I'm just, I don't know if he's going to make it. The thing with Bronco is that he's super, like, rigid with things, and he'll be like, his range is 48 yards, and that's, like, the end of the range. Like, if they're at 49, he'll punt or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to go under just because Finn is really good at, like, corner kicking, you know, coffin corner kicking. And unless Dunkel is really, really accurate from out right, right, you know, from out long, then Bronco will lean towards the punt. <laughs> I like how Dave has it. done his Jacob Finn research. Yeah, he's good, man. <laughs> <laughs> Was that everybody? I'm going to take the over on this one. I think there'll be a random like end of a half or something like that where they decide to yeah. go for a long one. And the don't. Ian Fry special. Yeah, at BYU. In fact. It's going to happen at BYU. He's going to hit <laughs> there you go, in the, in the altitude. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, I'm going to take the over on this one. I think some sort of opportunity will arise at some point, and Dunkel will get the job done. All right. On to the next one. This is a new one. Over under two and a half, and I had, we can have a discussion about what this means. Two and a half trick play touchdowns. Okay, trick play. Let's let's get into some so definitions. We're talking about double passes. We're talking about passes thrown by people not named Brendan Armstrong when Brendan Armstrong's in the game. We're talking multiple laterals, people lined up at quarterback that aren't quarterbacks, stuff like that. All right. I would not so, consider like a Keaton Thompson wildcat okay, touchdown. You. I was yes. trick play though. Okay. So if Ira Armstead or Keaton are involved because they are basically, you know, quarterbacks slash football players. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you mean is like you know, Billy Kemp tosses it back and Malachi Fields throws a touchdown. Yes, yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, and what was the number again? <laughs> two and a half. Last year, I would say they had at least like two or three. Yeah, I, I'd have to say. go back and look, but yeah, they had give me, give me the under. Uh, it, that feels like a one or two. I don't know about three. I don't know if I can go three. Yeah, I'm going to go under as well. I, uh, I don't know how many of these trick plays they'll be busting out closer to the goal line. And, uh, I just, I don't know. I, I I don't have a ton of optimism in these trick plays, so 
especially if we're ruling out like keton related stuff so well i'm not completely ruling out well, no yeah but stuff. I, just like regular runs for him don't count yeah okay i still but, well so what if he say, like what yeah, if he ahead. like lines up what if he like lines up wide motions to quarterback and throws out of that does that count as a trick play i think what we're gonna have to do and i was thinking about this when i wrote this i think we'll have to have a conversation about these as they happen <laughs> like and just be like was that a trick play touchdown because if not like we won't count it and those of us who take the over say yes and those of us who take yeah. the under say <laughs> yeah, no exactly i say the rule should be if the guy who's lined up behind center and takes the snap isn't the one who passes the ball it's a trick play yeah, I would say if there's a pass from a non-quarterback, so, then that's a trick play for sure. So if Keaton's in the slot and and like you know does a jet sweep, gets a handoff, stops and throws, that's a trick play. But not if Keaton's lined up a quarterback and throws the ball. And obviously, like a reverse yeah. isn't a trick play either. But like if it's like a reverse double pass or something, that's definitely a trick play. I would say reverse is more tricky than not tricky. Yeah, it just depends on like what it looks like. <laughs> I'm still taking the under. I'm, I'm taking. The- <laughs> I'm taking you over because I'm going to argue every one of these. All yeah, here. there you go. You'll have to go to the the law firm and uh, yeah. the law firm that's handing them my fifth side <laughs> lawsuit. Um, no, I'm going to go over just because I think that, you know, they keep alluding to during the preseason, they have all kinds of like weird stuff cooked up. And I think they might throw some stuff at us that we're not expecting, you know, weird lateral stuff. And we'll see. Yeah, I would I imagine Malachi Fields is going to do some random stuff, you know. I think it's going to be three um, over the course of the season. The next one is sort of related. Uh, total receptions for Jay Wolfolk and Ira Armstead combined. Total over under one and a half. Not completions, but receptions. Catches. And the over under is what? One and a half. Oh, my gosh. And this is combined, not each. I mean, I, I think I got to go over. That's for the whole season? Yes. Yeah. I mean, two passes to Ira Armstead doesn't seem like it's that big a deal. I do wonder, though, with the with the depth that they have at receiver. Yeah, how but will much he just really not be... get those reps? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, dang, that's that's a good that's a good one. That one's that's a sticky wicket. Um, and then Wolfo could easily just be playing like as a slot receiver. You know, like who knows? Yeah, I'm going to take the over on that one as well. Uh, I just I just think they'll have uh, Armstead involved. Even a lot of times he'll be out there as a decoy, I'm sure, but I could also see them thrown to him once in a while just so other teams further down the schedule think about having to respect it and what, what it may uh, may lead to. So I'm going to take the over. I'm going to go under. I, I think there's going to be like one total between the two. I think either Wolfhug won't play at all or they'll use him sort of like they used Armstead last year. And then Armstead – I, I think either Damon's going to be right and they're going to throw him out there and do all kinds of stuff with him, or he'll just be a backup quarterback and we won't see him out there. Yeah, I'm going to take the over. And um, I, mean, I think your number is going to end up being pretty, yeah, I think it's going to end up being more like eight or nine because it's, it's just going to be that those guys coming out of the slot and getting a little pot pass from Brennan behind the line of scrimmage. And, and I'm going to say check, check. Yeah, <laughs> that, is, that, is the, that is the cheat code in this is the little pot pass. Yeah. I'm um, going to reach out to Brennan and ask him to make sure that's not a handoff. Can you Just make sure it's forward, toss it please? Forward. Thank you. We got, a, we got a lot at stake here. Um, all right. So now we're on to the yes, no category, which is next, or which is new. Um, and it's also next. Um, 
So these are just simple yes, no answers. Will Brennan Armstrong have a game with 500 or more total yards? His season high last year was 435 against Louisville. And Bryce Perkins did it several times. I'll go first. I'm going to say no. That's a lot of yards, and he's got a lot yeah. of weapons this year. <laughs> That's a lot of yards. Yeah, I'm going to say no to that one as well. I think he does it once. I think it's like 510. Mm. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Yeah, it could easily be like a game where they're not winning either. They just True. he throws for 370 yards because they're behind or whatever. But he'd still have to run for 140 years. <laughs> yeah. But what you know, Bryce did it, so what the hell? Why not? Um all right. Will UVA have a penalty this season for having two players on the field at the same time with the same number? <laughs> I'm gonna same go number? I'm gonna go same no. Number. I'm yeah. gonna go no. I think this is going to be one of those like you got to keep the locker room cleaner, you else you don't get the locker room sort of deals. You I added I mean? this because they started doing duplicate numbers. Yeah, I'm gonna say no. I am also going to say no because I think Bronco's head would explode. Also, I, if you had said, are they going to waste a timeout because, so they don't get penalized, I would have said yes because that's definitely <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> and somebody is going to get reamed for it. Well, my, my point is like, okay, so like Billy Kemp's the punt returner, right? If the one guy gets like nicked up or something, how far down the list is Elliot Brown from being on the punt team? I can't imagine he's like that far off. Like, I can't imagine he's not on it to start with. That's what I'm saying. So, They're both number four. So, yeah. like, that could easily be a problem. I, I mean, he, obviously, they would have the figured this al- out before the season started. But, <laughs> do the rules yeah. allow him to put on a jersey that's not his for own play. just for that one play? I don't think so. Not in the game. So. Like, you can't change numbers. No. I'm going to say no, but also, I would, with the caveat, I do expect we'll see some number changes right before. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that that's exactly where I'm going with this. I think it's no, but I think that they're going to have to – they're going to realize at some point that they have to change somebody's number. Even if it's for another duplicate. So, for example, like, Demi Starling is 17. Elliot Brown was 17 at some point. Like, they could just be like, hey, Elliot, like, you and Billy Kemp are on the punt team, so, like, you have to switch your number to something else. You know, something like that. What if Bill, What if uh, Elliot got to pick for Billy Kemp? That's true. It, it, the whole system's just a, a mess. With, with well, this is why Bronco numbers. was so anti-double numbers. For- yeah. I can see I can see where it becomes problematic. Um okay. I think everybody went, right? Will a true freshman score a touchdown this year? Last year, Lavelle Davis, Ira Armstead, and Demeek Starling all scored. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go say first. No. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say yes. I think Faustin gets a rushing touchdown in a blowout. Hmm. That's a good guess. I don't see any obvious candidates this year. Well, I do. It's yes, and it's Malachi. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I, that's. But mine. he's what like the friend, he's what like the, the seventh table. receiver on the depth chart or something like. For now. Yeah, I mean, he got a number, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and you don't have a liberty on the back half of the schedule, like where you're gonna be throwing those. You don't guys think in. they're gonna do that against Notre Dame? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with Dave. I'm with Dave. Okay, next one. Will UVA force a safety this year? I mean, anything against Duke is possible. (laughs) Not William and Mary, but Duke, (laughs) anything's up for grabs. Seriously, I think they might beat Duke worse than they beat William and Mary. 
Because I think against William Mary, they're not going to throw all the, you know, Dr. Bob's not rolling all the dice out there. Yeah, it's um, possible. Yeah, get, yeah, I'll say yes. Why not? Aging Dr. Bob. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say they get one, too. Yeah. Can we get yeah. bonus points if we say who, 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 who gets it? You can say who gets it. I'll put it on the spreadsheet, and if it comes down to a tiebreaker, you'll get points. Is this like my Lavelle Davis moment? Um, sure. Let's see. Uh, Aaron Faumui. Sure. There you go. Perfect. I think it'll be like a bad snap or something. That would have been my guess as well. Yeah. I'm going to say yes, and it's going to be a team winning by a lot, throwing a double pass from their end zone. <laughs> <laughs> to cover the spread. <laughs> to cover the spread. I want to say yes, but I'm going to say no. Just there because you go. Everybody that's, the, yes. that's the smart play. Uh, um, okay, this is the one I, I thought up today. Will Bronco be shown at any time during the UVA-BYU broadcast with tears in his eyes and or crying? And this includes like the post-game interview on the field, not the press conference. Do Just you mean like crying if, if, live in real time? Or do you mean like... Shown if, crying like that day so like if they show him if like let's say they come back from commercial and they did some sort of like thank you bronco thing on the video board and he was crying and they show that that would be a yes man this is this is my worlds are colliding on a lot of the uh the nerd podcasts i'll listen to they're like at this at this apple keynote will they show this on 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 screen or whatever um so all right let me make this sure would I'm not this right. count like if they show footage of him crying from like 10 years ago then okay no, what if they show him cool. crying from earlier in the day Yes, that counts. So not, but it, so it's not that the crying doesn't have to happen during the actual game itself. It just it has to happen. Like, it doesn't have day. to be like live. <laughs> Was he okay. watching Steel Magnolias? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the crying has to happen uh, on October thirtieth, is what you're saying. I can't wait for this to go to arbitration. Um, <laughs> but yeah, not exactly. in the press conference. Not exactly. In the they can't. They can't show a clip of Broncos like departure press conference and be like, "He cried." Okay, here. I got you. Like, now, so what that's so basically be like from the day. So what, what you're if they saying show is, show a clip of him crying, and that makes him cry. <laughs> what if we have yeah. crying Inception? Yeah, I'm. It'd be funny if somebody at BYU like stumbles upon this and like tries to make it happen somehow. I know, right? Yeah. Okay, so so just to clarify for the everyone scoring at home, all right. What we what we mean is that on as of twelve a.m. Mountain Time on October thirtieth, <laughs> up until the game is over, and Bronco goes into the the tunnel, right? So if he's on the field after the game and he cries, but not this has the press to be conference. footage shown during the broadcast, though. Correct. Okay. Correct. So, so he, he can't can cry. be like UVA posted on Instagram. From right, right, right. Like a, I got you. Locker room or something. But he could be. It could be pregame, and he's like, you know, walking yeah, around they do some, some, yeah, some stuff exactly. and he's whatever, and they walk. get him crying. I got you. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I will say absolutely yes. I will say yes. But it's funny. People don't think Bronco's an emotional guy because he's not. He's not a. He's not a. He's not um, a yeller. Right. Exactly. But Bronco is. I mean, like I have been in press conferences and, and made him like sort of almost cry enough to know he's not yeah, i mean you, he he fights we, it man yeah what? you said it before he did it you're yeah. like this is gonna do it this is gonna do i have a break <laughs> what question yeah. did i oh how much does it mean it was after they beat tech yeah how much yeah 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 he did i'm gonna right. say yes i'm gonna say he does i'm gonna say it's very light but i think yeah, that it's gonna be yeah you're gonna get a nice video and yeah you're gonna get a, a, a wipe of a tear i mean you know in and and honestly like part of my calculus wow this is the one we talk about the most um, my calculus on this is pretty easy. The 
this is going to be a thing that he's going. He, he's obviously got circled on his calendar. He probably tries not to think about it, but it's there, you know. Yeah, it's and, a real thing. And once he actually gets, this is one of those things. It's like you might think you know how you're going to feel, but you don't know what you're going to feel until you're actually there. And when you're so focused on your team, and you're so focused on everything that goes into getting them ready, and you're that far into the season, and then you get to Provo, yeah, you go, you, you're going to cry, bro. Either that that's, or he's not going to pay any attention at all. <laughs> exactly. No. It's, yeah, exactly. Either it, right. There's no middle ground, right? Like it's it, he's going to go in like strict like blinders on, you know, sort of mentality. Or I don't think he can. I don't think he can. The answer is yes, because they're going to probably. But it's probably going to be a clip of when we're doing the walkthrough. You know, but they'll show it during the broadcast. Um, yeah, he's got like but I also even if, like even if Broncos got it so like able to compartmentalize this thing, like th- everyone on that staff is from BYU. They're all like tied into that community yeah everyone except from you know marcus obviously but all the guys he brought with him have a history there they're all got feelings their families are going to be with them the thing that's going to get bronco is going to be some someone in it won't be i don't think it'll be the football team or the football it'll be some someone from the university he sees in the stands like an uh, older person he had a relationship with that's what will trigger him so yeah yeah it could be I wonder what his reception will be. I like want to bonus point if like, it's an old guy. I feel like it'll be a pretty positive reception for him. I do too, because they're they're playing well. Yeah. And it's not like he went to like a rival or something. Like Yeah. Um, and he didn't go scheduling the game. He tried to get and out. And he of was it. there long enough to where it's not like a nothing burger. It's not like, oh, he was here for four years. Like he was there for a decade. So I think I mean I think if he left UVA and went somewhere else, you know, in, in six years or whatever, like you know, if he came back to Charlotte, so I think his reception would be good. BYU went eleven and one last year and had a top five draft pick. I think they're mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> All right, final answers: yeses or noes. I'm going to say yes. I said yes. Yes. I'm going to say no. Okay. I think he gets all. Dana's going to win this thing about fifty. I know I he's going to. This isn't even going to be close. <laughs> I think he gets all of that out of the way. Uh, all the stuff you guys are talking about makes a whole lot of sense, but. I also feel like Bronco would feel he'd be doing his team a disservice by getting caught up in any of that. I feel like he'll try to get any sort of emotional what have you out of the way Friday. Yeah, so you're saying he'll just spend his entire time like with his hand out like it's a first down? Pretty much. Like, <laughs> to like try they're to watching, think about something else? Yeah, like they're watching a replay and he's trying to debate it non-verbally. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, disagree with you. I'm just I'm be- betting on someone who gets that on video and they show it during the game. <laughs> so that's my one. But if I think there'll be on- some sort of video, and then I also think if UVA wins the game, there'll be some sort of like emotional response. I'm still saying no. All right. I like how, I like how Damon was like, right, listen, all these things you guys are saying make sense. And then he's like, but <laughs> I love that. Y'all all make great points, but I also think they're crap. When right, we were in, uh, I was in Lake Tahoe a few weeks ago, and there was this guy at one of the casinos that was putting down like huge bets on roulette. And my friend was just, just to troll him, was just going against him like $10 bets. <laughs> oh. And so that's what Damon's doing. He's just he's just going the opposite, fading us. He's fading um, us hard. Yeah. All right. So this one actually comes from a friend of the show, Kyle, who you guys know. Um, this is I, I don't, really I don't know if weird. I'm aware of this individual. Who is this person? Yeah, exactly. Have ever um, met him? I don't know. Um, <laughs> if, he's a man of mystery. Um, international man of mystery. He's very upset. Yeah, exactly. yeah, website sure. doesn't load in France or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So this one is really weird and I hope it makes sense, but 
All right, so UVA basketball has like six games or something between the beginning of their season and the end of the UVA football season. Okay. Just hear me out. Will UVA basketball hold an opponent during the, like in one of their football (laughs) season games under UVA football's points per game? So if UVA football averages 31 points per game this season, will UVA basketball hold a team under that number? During okay. like so, between between the beginning of the season and the tech game. All right, so you crossed you crossed two streams there. Yeah. yeah. Are you are you saying the uh, points that UVA football scores or the points that UVA football defends? Averages. Average their points per game averaged for the they, season uh, that they allow the that season. they score that they that score. they score correct. Right. All right. So you're yeah. saying if Virginia football scores 31 points a game, will Virginia basketball hold a team under 31? Yeah, or whatever that number is, or whatever that number is. Right. Man. I mean, heck, if you think it's going to be a really good, I mean, heck, what are our scores? I mean, if we, this might be the time where we needed to average them out. Um, <laughs> I mean, thanks, Kyle. Th- thanks a lot, Kyle. Making me do math. I don't like my response math. was, I'm sorry, sir. There's no math involved in this. You should have said, I'm sorry, sir. This is a Wendy's. Um, I think it's pretty, I think it's a pretty easy no. I mean, because I don't expect the basketball team defense to be that good start the year with all the new pieces. Um, and 30, even if it's 35 points a game average they for do the have football a six team. Foot 10 guard, though. Yeah, I mean, but 35 I'm gonna points give a you game. Guys, I'm going to give you guys the games that they play during the football season, just so you know them, right? Navy, Radford Highlanders, Houston, Coppin State. Coppin State, circle that one. Georgia, and then Northwestern or Providence, and then Lehigh. It's going to be close, but I'm going to say no. I'm going to say yeah, because it's more fun. Coppin State's not going to be good. They could hold them to 26 points. I'm going to say no. Yeah. For all the reasons Dave said. Yeah, it's, it's probably a no, but what the hell? There to be, I'm just trying to finish different. second. Yeah. Well, if you get, when you get football averages 45 points a game, this will be an easy yes. All right. On to the next I one. I haven't, I haven't gone yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're just really thinking this one through. No, he's doing math. I'm doing the math. All right, so in my in my fictional season, I have Virginia football averaging 33.7 points a game. Mm-hmm. So they could easily hold a team to 32. They really could. <laughs> That's very true. They really could. You know what, Kyle? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say yes. I'm just gonna let it ride, and I'm gonna let yeah, one of y'all, y'all figure the out the championship defense is rolling back out there. No, I just think that everybody's gonna be crap early in the season. I think. Yeah, I, think, I mean, honestly, it's not like Navy or you know, this hurts yeah. me. But Radford, you know, they're not gonna be like putting up. <laughs> it this hurts me. Yeah, I don't the think we've ever had an episode that underway. had this many options for titles. Oh yeah, well we're not even done yet. Um, yeah. All right, so we are on to the player team best, which is the last category. Oh yeah. Eamon's excited, I'm sure. Um, all right. I'm sorry, so, what? <laughs> first one is Brandon Armstrong passing yards for the season. You're just trying to get as close to the pin as you can. Last year, he threw for 2,117 yards, which is 235 per game um, in his nine games. Give me, uh, give me 287. Well, you need the total for the season. But I can do 287 times 12 for you if you'd like. Well, I mean, fine. I thought we were talking about what he averaged. Sorry. That's a big number. (laughs) 3,444. Okay, we'll make that. No, let's not not do that. Let's do. (laughs) Let's do. do, uh, 
Let's do thirty one hundred. On the on the nose. Yeah, do it on the nose. All right, I have a number as well. Thirty one hundred forty four. Wow! Look at me. Talk about close to the pin. And we play prices right rules here, Damon. Just FYI. <laughs> so if you go over, you lose. Well, no, in this we situation, don't, we don't play that way. I know. I'm just messing with you. In this situation, no, we would not. It's close as you can get. As close as you can get. If we're if 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 I guess we would go prices right if if it's the same difference. Yeah, if it's exactly the same, I'll go with the one that was lower. I'm gonna go thirty twenty. And this is where Dave wins by going like Actually, reasonable wait, I'm at twenty seven hundred. Wait, I'm sorry. I I was I was thinking about for a twelve game yeah for the twelve game regular season. I'm gonna say like. Twenty-eight thirty. Yeah, for for reference, twenty. Uh, you said thirty twenty. That would be two fifty-one per game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was factoring in a uh, ACC championship game. Yeah, and uh, New Year's Six. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually I'm not going to be cheesy. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm planning on a great year for Brennan, so I'm going to go three thousand. 250. Okay. Which I thought you were going to go like 2,700. I, I, I expected him to lay yeah, up. I, I expected was, some yeah. big numbers from him. Well, you're going to love the, the next, you're going to love the next category. Brandon Armstrong rushing yards. <laughs> I have my number as well. It's 756. I don't remember what he did last year. He was around 80 a game last year. Oh, sorry. Last year he had 552, which was 61 oh, yeah. yards. You got to worry game. about sex. Yes, and also um, not maybe running the ball with him so much, or God forbid he misses a game, you know that sort of thing. Yeah. But still, he averaged even with missing like most of that NC State game, which is factored in. Um, he still averaged sixty-one yards per game on the ground, which is good. I'm going to say six thirty-five, <laughs> which would be what a little over fifty a game. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. What was yours, Justin? Seven thirty. Seven fifty-six. So if I'm, he did what he did last year for twelve full games, and this is including, like I said, one of the nine games that he's counted for, he didn't play in it really much because he got hurt in the first half. Um, so it was really like eight games. If he did what he did last year on an av- like per game average for twelve games, it would be seven hundred and thirty-two yards per game or for the season. Right, I'm gonna go seven fifteen. I don't think he rushes for more yards, but I think he gets sacked less. So what that means, like the number would be higher, but I don't think he's really. Sure. You get it. <laughs> if you stuck around this long, you get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brad, do you have a number? I'm thinking. Oh. He's putting this into his supercomputer. All right, this I'm going to use that trick that they do at the at the spelling bee. Can you can you make can you use this word in a sentence? Sure. Um, So wait, rephrase it for me. Frame it. Say it again. F U. Right. (laughs) Um, Brandon Armstrong rushing yards for the season. Just that's it. Okay, that didn't help me. You didn't you didn't stretch that out long enough. I, okay, I'm stuck in, in I'm in of two minds. On the one hand, I could really see him putting up a big number, honestly. Um, 
But I but I wonder how much of the early part of the season they're going to want to try to see to get the traditional run game like going, going, going. And that's going to limit his touches. Um, oh, seven, seven fifty. Okay. All right, next one. Most total touchdowns between the three. Talapapa, Woods, or Thompson? I think for some of we, you guys who already answered this, the answer is Thompson for me. I already said I thought he would lead the team in touchdowns. Oh. Yeah, Thompson. I picked Woods to lead the team, so I guess he's my answer. Okay, and Dave, I think you picked Thompson I, as well, I, right? I picked Thompson, but I'm also picking Woods here. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, I'll take Thompson for sure. All right. Team sacks per game. Last year was 3.2. Last year they really struggled early on with not being able to get sacks, and then they got a little better and then got worse. Um, so 3.2 a game last year. What do you guys think this year? Um, 2.9. Okay. I'm going to go a little higher. I'm going to say 3.4. I'll go 3.6. Okay. I'm gonna. I, I like that three point two. I think they're gonna be right around that same number this year. Yeah, I mean, no Charles Snowden this year. Obviously, no Zane Zandier. Um, but you know, somebody's got to get sacked, right? So Louis back. Yep. There you go. Um, all right. So this one's interesting. Which number is higher, Sam Howell's passing yards versus UVA, or Devin Darrington's season rushing yards? Oh my goodness. Okay. Last this, year, how threw for four forty three against UVA. You you have outdone yourself with this one. This this one is you need a you, you got to noodle this one for a minute. Holy crap! All right, oh, man. Really, it's like if you assume that Sam Howell's going to have like a normal Sam Howell game against UVA, he's going to have like three hundred and fifty to four hundred yards passing. So then it becomes like, do you think Darian Darrington like exceeds that? I mean, I don't think he does. I mean, I just don't think he's going to get enough touches. I don't think he does touches. either. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Uh, Sam Howell. Sam Howell. Yeah. Yeah. Same. But it, yeah. God, it could be close. You know? I think it's based mostly on usage. I don't know. I'm going to go. Like a, a go number at the end of the year. I'm going to go Howell too, but really, that's not like a. I think Darrington's going to have a decent season. And actually, if you look at like what Shane Simpson did last year, Shane Simpson had 278 yards rushing. So wait, the question was that his yards rushing, not his all-purpose yards, right? Just yards rushing, yeah. Um, yeah. So Simpson had two seventy-eight last year in ten games or whatever. I mean, I might have, I might have gone with Darrington if you told me all-purpose. Yeah, and and the thing with me with Darrington, it's not necessarily like a a slander against him. It's he's got like there's so much competition in the backfield. Like I think even so if people, he has a decent, yeah. if, even if he has a Shane Simpson like role. He might not have as many yards as he did because there's more guys to get the ball. All right, next one. Um, how many sacks does UVA get from non-linebackers? Because everybody's talking about how sacks are going to be coming from everywhere. How many sacks come from everywhere? Last year it was 13 of the 32 came from non-linebackers. So how many do they get this year from non-linebackers? And maybe there's fewer linebackers on the field this year, guys. I don't know if you guys heard that. <laughs> yeah, could, could it be? Yeah. Could it be? So I said 3.6 per game. <laughs> That's 43 for the seat regular season. I'll go 23 non-linebackers. Oh, that's a big number. Actually, I like Famui. I like Famui and Alonzo a lot. Yeah, I'm going to say 19. And I'm going to argue with you when, like, 
when the linebacker who's playing the rover spot gets a sack and we'll call okay. it the rover. <laughs> this is done by a pregame death chart. <laughs> yeah. Noah, Noah Taylor is a linebacker. Yes. Agreed. For, for the purposes of this. We, we, can, we can argue Ahern and Long. In a <laughs> moment, they, sure. Yes, a, yeah. we can. Ah, this is a tough one. I'm going to yeah, say 13. One over here. 13, I mean, there you go. I mean, you got to think who's getting the sack. So you got yeah. Famui back on the defensive line. He wasn't there last year. Um, you pretty much – you bring back, you know, Alonzo. He, he can get some sacks. There, I looked at last year. There were a couple from DBs, but they were very, like, few and far between. But you also have Cross moving back to safety, which might – make him a little bit more likely to get sacks yeah um, I, I think for me the calculus is like if if you think they're going to the three three five right and you and you think that there's going to be more um opportunities for them to be a little bit more um exotic with things you know in terms of uh where it comes from and and the situation stuff the problem they had last year is that when you can't stop the pass you know and you got to put extra bodies back there to you know it's it's obviously going to hurt your pressure you know um, and when they got guys, you know, nicked up early in the season, those DBs, they just never really had a chance to recover. Um, so gosh, what did you say, Damon? How many, what did you say? 11? I said 13, 13. Um, give me 14 and a half. All righty. Getting down is to the, the other half is the other half going to a linebacker. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to figure that out. Uh, when that happens all right so what's the higher number billy kemp receptions or Artie henry and rashawn henry combined receptions the henry brothers give me billy yeah i was gonna say give me billy too i'll go with billy kemp as well i will also take billy kemp okay so that one's a wash um all right who leads uva in interceptions and if you want to do a tiebreaker, it would be Brandon Armstrong. Do they get oh. no? I'm <laughs> There's interceptions, was... cor- interceptions corralled. That was a, a corralled. <laughs> that was mean. Um, Stone's not on the team anymore, right? <laughs> Who? Lindell's not on the team anymore. Uh, <laughs> okay. Give me Bryce Hall. Um, Darius Bratton. Ooh, okay. That's a good one. I mean, he plays cornerback. <laughs> I'm going to go complete contrarian. I'm going Nick Grant. Okay. I'm going to go How, Joey Blunt. You know, this is one thing we have not talked much about. We're an hour and change into this thing, so I guess, um, you know, it makes sense. I'm going to go Devontae Cross, by the way, before Brad pontificates. Yeah. Pontificates. <laughs> but the uh, – I mean, how reps shake out at cornerback is going to be kind of fascinating, right? Mm-hmm. I mean – Anthony Johnson stock up. Yeah, uh, by the by the time people listen to this, uh, you you will have a story about him on the on on the Caps Corner website. Josh Hayes stock potentially down. Yeah, yeah I don't doesn't have a number. Have, Damon, have they said what the actual injury is? Have they ever intimated what it might be? They have not. Bronco just Spring threw out there. Uh, Bronco just threw out there that um, um, at the last open practice that he had been hurt. At the time, Bronco said he sounded pretty confident that he'd be back for the opener. But uh, when when he was asked about injuries, he just said they were pretty healthy and didn't go into details 
on anybody. Uh, so yeah, if you're just reading between the lines between not being on the depth chart and not having a number, the assumption is that that back for the opener may not have been as uh, accurate as they had hoped a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and the number thing is so weird because it's like Nathaniel Beal's out for the season. He has a number. Um, Lavelle Davis got a number. Wicks got one last year. Uh, but there's it's not always a one-to-one. Like Chico Bennett doesn't have a number. Yeah. Um, I, so I, like I don't a... know if that means anything. It might just be hurt. I mean, it's also yeah, something. He could get one tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. <laughs> or next week or whatever. Um, okay, we all did that one, right? So, okay, cool. All right, so this one's a new one. Um, this is like a tiebreaker sort of thing. Um, I came up with long shot bets from UVA's media guide. So you get to pick one of these things to happen this year. They're all unlikely to happen, but if they do, you get points. So pick the one you think is most likely. So here are here they are. Offensive lineman to catch a pass. That hasn't happened since 2004, Elton Brown. And I'll go back over these if you guys need. Game-winning score in the final minute. That hasn't happened since it's been a while. I don't have it. Uh, that um, Is it the – what was it, Idaho? I think it was like Miami, Jake McGee or something. Yes, like, yeah, that's it, Jake McGee. That's right. Yeah. Um, 60 – it has to be in the final minute of the game. 60-point offensive game. That hasn't happened since 1997 against NC State. What a game that must have been. Um, it was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So in one game, two UVA players have two receiving touchdowns each. Um, so like if you think Wicks and Woods just go ham on Duke, for example, um, that happened in 2002. Um, two pick sixes in one game by one player. Oh, my gosh. If you can name the person who did that last Ten dollars uh, to you. When? What year? Nineteen ninety-two. That might be enough help for Dave. So many, like they intercepted so Percy many Elsworth balls back then. Randy Neal versus Neal. Virginia oh, Tech. Yeah. Had two pick sixes in that game, and then the last one is a twenty-plus point comeback win. So down by twenty or more, and then they come back to win. That hasn't happened since two thousand two against North Carolina. So just to recap, offensive lineman catching a pass, game-winning score in the final minute, 60-point game, two UVA players with two touchdowns each receiving, two pick sixes in one game by a single player, or a 20-point comeback one. Give me two Give me two, uh, two guys with two touchdowns. Two, t- two receiving touchdowns? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go with an offensive lineman to catch a pass. <laughs> and that happened against Florida. I just got called back. Yeah, exactly. It, did. it happened, yeah. but then it didn't happen. That was the first thing I thought when I saw that in the media. I'm going to take the uh, last minute win. Okay. I think that's probably the most likely. It just hasn't happened in a long time. No, I'm going to take the 60 point game. There you go. That's a fun one. So let's see. Dave, I mean, he did have UVA winning against William Mary 55 to 17. So. Yeah, why not? A Deshaun Perry like miracle cover for Dave. Um, all right, so now you know what time it is. We're down to the end. Name every player to break the rock. And just to be clear on the rules, you can miss play as long as this everyone one's you not, name this one is it. not. This one is not Price's Right rules. Yes, if you said Brennan Armstrong and that was and that was all you said, 
then it you would actually be you. right. No, yes, it does. Because if Brendan Armstrong breaks the rock, then you're you're good. Yeah, but you need it. You get you get a point for each one you get right. Oh, okay. Sorry. So, but the, you don't but you don't lose so this out. This is not the yeah. touchdown. But you point. also can't name the entire team. You know, like only twelve games. All right. So last year, the people that broke the rock, which is a great list: Kelly Pugh, <laughs> Brendan Armstrong, Noah Taylor, Deshaun Perry, and Charles Snowden in the game that he didn't play. What a list. I'm going to take Tony Bennett. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> All right, so I'll go first. I have eight wins. Dom Starja. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I have eight wins for the season. So I'm going to go with Brendan Armstrong, Keaton Thompson, Joey Blunt, Justin Dunkel, Wow, I like how you said that. Like you, you said that. Like you said that. Like he he, he had slipped on your list unbeknownst to you. you yeah, you surprised. Jelani Woods, that's five. Um, Noah Taylor, Dontavian Wicks, and Lavelle Davis. Mm. Mm. That's a good list. All right. All right, I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. Okay. <sighs> Give me uh, Jelani Woods, Brennan Armstrong, um, Noah Taylor, Nick Jackson. All right. Now give me. Um, How many? You had like nine wins. Brad had them going 15 and two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have them with nine wins. Everybody calm down. All right. Maintain low tones. All right. Um, give me Wayne Talapapa. Give me. Um, Rashawn Henry. I'm going to blow your mind with my last one. This is going to be so much fun. All right. Give me um, Mike Hollins. Give me. I feel like I should. I feel like I should hedge my bets here and stop naming dudes so I can. Um, but I don't get any. I don't get any any demerits. This is not that. prices rights. Okay. Maybe yeah. you should list who won't break the rock. <laughs> yeah. Let's do. Uh, I got two more spots for my nine wins. Give me um, Wicks, and then give me. It's going to be some random person who like did something on scout team. Because the Broncos has one of these, you know, the Kelly. Yeah, Pugh, there's always right? one a year where right? it's just so, off the rails. So give me like Kelly it's gonna be something like it's gonna be like like they actually beat Miami and they give it to Jay Wolfolk because he ran the scout team or something. So <laughs> give me give me Wolfolk. That'll be my one random one. Did you see Wix twice? No, I didn't. No, I I just forgot. It, it could happen though. I guess we don't know. Like, I, they rarely like to do that twice. You know, they, they they've like never do done that. it. They've never done it in the same season. All right. You done, Brian? That's it. I'm finally done. Yes, yes. Brad all right. saving all of his players for the next question. And then yeah. in November. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to make it quicker. Wait, give me Brennan, um, Wayne Telepapa, Jelani Woods. I think Davis, too, if he comes back and they win a game, he'll probably break it. Um, that was my logic as well. Yeah. Um, Famui, I think, will get one. I was torn between Famui and Hollins. I think one of the guys who set out last year will have a game where they get to break it. And Noah Taylor, Devontae Cross. Do I have six there? Um, hmm. 
Keaton Thompson. Yeah, he's going to break one. And then I'm going to go off script on one because I've got Virginia winning at BYU. And that's a game where I could see Bronco inviting like every assistant coach to break the rock. I was going to oh, say that's a, a good one. I was going to yeah. say a nine for that game. I that's thought about really a nine. I was just going to do a nine, but I don't know if nine would come in the locker room. So maybe it's going to be multiple dudes that came with them across. The I'll game. give you assistant coach. Yeah. Okay. But I can see that's one where the players are overrun and be like, hey, you guys came from here to be for us. Someone break it and blah, blah, blah. I, th- I I'm a, if we're if you'll allow assistant coach because I had serious thoughts about either a nye or Hal. Uh, oh yeah, you can say on, anybody you want. You can yeah. have Carla Williams break a rock. You can Tony I, Bennett's in play. I thought about Carla, man. <laughs> Igor Milicic, you know whoever. Igor Milicic. Uh, all right, all right. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to take Justin, Justin Fuente quits after they lose the UVA and comes in the locker room breaks the rock. I'm going to take Nick Hal for that BYU game. So put him down as one of my eight. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, Dave stole a couple of mine. I liked Famui too. Uh, I'm gonna say Anthony Johnson. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, I'm gonna say Jelani Woods. I'm gonna say Brennan. Uh, three more. Um, let's see. Just a hint no offensive lineman yet. Yeah. Uh, hmm. All right, I'll take that bait, and I'm going to say it's going to be Haskins. Yeah. Uh, uh, so what do I need? Two more? I need uh, Keaton. Keaton will definitely break a rock at some point. Wait, was Keaton and... not on my list? Yeah, you had him on there. Okay, cool. Brad, I'm like 99% sure. I'll, if not, I'll when I go back to put them in the spreadsheet, I'll figure it out. And I'm torn between Noah Taylor and Nick Jackson. Uh, I will say this historically, the it's not necessarily like steadiness that gets you to break the rock. It's like big yeah, plays. Yeah, that's why I'm gonna go with Taylor. Even though I think does that make Taylor four for four on everybody's I think so. list? Yeah, I'm gonna take Taylor. But he's most think, likely to have like a big sack. Yeah, big I think he's gonna have plays like that throughout the year. So at some point, he, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, Deshaun yeah. Perry broke a rock last year, and I don't think he did anything in that game until he got the interception on the last play. Um, all right, cool. That was a good one. All right, so this is Brad's favorite category. This is Price is Right rules. Name every player to score a touchdown for UVA. Just for context, last year it was Keaton Thompson, Tony Poljan, LaBelle Davis, Brennan Armstrong, Rashawn Henry, Wayne Talapapa, Shane Simpson, Terrell Janna, Deshaun Perry, Ira Armstead, Noah Taylor, and Billy Kemp. Damon, this my advice insane. here is to stay away from Josh Rollins, okay? So you can literally just say, like, Brennan Armstrong. And yes, yes. This, yeah, yes, this is true. Oh, All right, so I'll, if you pick somebody to score a touchdown and they do not score a touchdown. Yeah, last year Brad went and ham and was, like, naming, like, everyone on the team. And we were like, what is going on? In and then my they defense, almost ended up listen. all scoring. Oh, Demique Starling also is not on that list, but he scored as well. Yeah, and I did pick him for the record. Also, I, I was the one who told you all about Lavelle Davis, I'm just saying. So you can give me crap about my my laundry list of t- touchdown scores, but I was right. All right, I'll go first, Damon, because this is this is my okay. This is, this is how this about is it, my, Brad? This is my playground. All right, um, all right, Keaton Thompson. You want to keep track of this, Ferber? I will keep track of the number of players. Yes. Um, wait, you're not. Gonna... I, I go back and re-listen to this to put them oh, on okay. the spreadsheet. All right, Keaton Thompson, Brendan Armstrong, Wayne Talapapa, Mike Collins. Jelani Woods, 
And when we say score a touchdown, we mean like is the person who scores. Yes. Who crosses the goal line. Right. Yeah, like Iron Arm said throwing one to Wayne Talapab is right. not, does not count for Iron Arm. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. So I got five, right? Um trying to, I'm gonna work through the offense and then I'll go defense. Uh Wicks, Henry. Which one? Oh, good call. Dontavion. Uh <laughs> thank you <laughs> Rashawn uh, and then Starling and Darrington alright and then on the other side of the ball give me this Johnson. is where it gets unnecessary <laughs> John, give me Johnson um, Taylor that's it all right, I'll do mine next. I'll go quick. Armstrong, Talapapa, Hollins, Darrington, Ronnie Walker. Ooh, I'm not going to say Lavelle Davis. Dontavian Wicks, Jelani Woods, Rayshon Henry, Billy Kemp, Ira Armstead, Keaton Thompson. And that is it. All right, Dave, you go. Uh, I've got a. I'm just doing eight. I've got Brennan, Wayne Talapapa, Jelani Woods, Billy Kemp, Keaton Thompson, Dontavian, Ronnie Walker, Ira Armstead. I'm sticking at eight. <laughs> My app? Yep. yep. All right. I'm going to do Armstrong. I'm going to do Talapapa. I'm going to do Hollins. Can't. <laughs> uh, Wicks. Kemp. Uh, Woods. Uh, Armstead. Uh... And I'm gonna stop there. Just play it, play it safe. That's a good call. Yeah. Quit cool while you're ahead. Yeah. Um, Ferber, how many more? How many? Jared more? Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> I almost threw Malachi Fields. How many more? What? I was gonna say how many more questions we have. We're like an, basically an hour and twenty five minutes. We are at the last one. Okay, good. Because I don't. If God bless you, if you listen to this whole thing and have and been riveted, um, I I I'm very I'm very glad that you're here. Anyway, go ahead, Ferber. Finish this up. All right, I'm going to go first because I put this together. Um, who's your guy? <laughs> I was going to say, if it's any question other than who's your guy, I don't know what to do. Yeah, we'll you should let Dave guys. go first so he can just take he can just take the guy we all know he's going to pick. Well, yeah, I'll let you guys you know just go through your picks. I'm going to do mine first to make sure that I get the guy I want. Wow. Um, Look at him. Look at you. Well, I don't think you guys are going to get this guy. Like, you don't, you're probably not going to take him. So, Brad, you've had a guy for like two years. Um so my guy this year, basically, this is just the guy we're betting on to have a big season. You know, we try to keep track of like who's having the biggest season. Obviously, last year Brad went swung for the fences with Lavelle Davis and hit, um, which was incredible because he was not. People weren't talking about him that much. Like he's going to have a huge year or anything. Um, so my guy for this year is Keaton Thompson. Um, I think he's going to have a monster season. I think he's going to be a better receiver. I think he's going to be. 
Um, maybe the team's primary runner, even though he won't be quote unquote, a running back. Um, I think he's going to lead the team in touchdowns. I think he's going to be one of the absolute like driving forces for the offense. Um, I think they kind of scratched the surface of what they can do with him last year. And I think he's going to kill it this year. Um, so that Keaton Thompson is my guy. All right, Dave, go ahead. Floor's yours. I mean, Jelani Woods is my guy. <laughs> he said, like the way he said, Liz Damon Jelani wants to Woods trade a couple of picks to him. Um, I'll give you my, I'll give you my guy in 2023. <laughs> no, I mean, I like Jelani. I think he's going to do some, you know, we, we've seen what the tight ends can do in this offense when, when you have a good one. Um, and I think it's something Anaya kind of realizes now and incorporates. So I expect big things from him, but I'll be close. Like I was really close to changing it to Brennan as this fall camp went on. Cause there's this like thing we, I don't think we discussed enough is just, there's been no question from the coaching staff about the quarterback position and that, that quiet confidence makes me think he's going to have a huge year. Am I up? Okay. Uh, I am inclined to go with Noah Taylor. I just feel like he's, I don't know, some of the stuff Joey Blunt said about Noah Taylor at some point in camp really resonated with me about how, I mean, you got, you know, if you've talked to Noah in the past, you can tell he's always been wired. Uh, He's always been a guy who's locked in on football, wired into football, but even Joey Blunt said that there's something different about him this year. And that really got my attention. And I, even, even before then I had a hunch he was going to have a big year and just looking at him as well. He just looks bigger. Uh, he, he looks like an outside linebacker now, as opposed to, uh, you know, a tall safety playing outside linebacker. Um, I just, yeah, I just have a good feeling that he's going to blow stuff up all over the place. And uh, he just seems to make big plays at key times and, and I think he's going to elevate that aspect of his game as well. Uh, and yeah. And now that I'm saying all this stuff, it makes me wonder why I ever questioned whether he would be one of the guys to break the rock, to be honest with you. So yeah, long story short, I'm going with Noah Taylor. I think that's a great pick too, because I think everybody kind of expected him to, to do what you're expecting him to do this year, last year, but uh-huh. it was such a weird season with the pandemic yeah. and the defense and was hurt was just not very and it's back. Yeah. 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 I think, I think he could definitely like pick up where he left off a couple of years ago this year. Yeah. Um, all right. So everybody figures that I, uh, I'm going with Dontavian Wicks and I'm not going Dontavian Wicks. I think Wicks is going to have a huge season. And There's so much drama right now. I know, right? Yeah, the so. tension, is, you can just feel it. I uh, I think he's going to have a great season. And I am not um, – I'm not. it's not that I'm picking him because I doubt that. I am picking who I'm picking because I, I just think dude's on another level. And um, when, I, when I went to that last um, workout, I thought Mandy Alonzo looked like a pro. Um, I, I just think he's going to have a monster year and I understand that like to go from, you know, the receiver that I picked two years ago and didn't get to, to ride with, uh, to now go with a super senior who, you know, was chosen to break the rock at the last, uh, last workout, everything might seem sort of lame, but 
I, I really didn't expect Damon to go defense. And I don't know how often we've ever in this thing picked a guy on defense. We almost always go offense. Um, I can't remember the last time we went defense. Um, but anyway, I just think Mandy, uh, I, I think the way last season ended and the idea of coming back, I, I just think he's, he's fully, um, he's fully like engaged into that next tier of his, of his talent, his potential. And I, I think, um, you know, I think they need him to have a big year and I think he's going to. So yeah, give me, give me Mandy. And there that you concludes, go. that concludes it. And that, that, uh, that wraps it up. Congrats on your first ever win, Damon. You, you <laughs> rolled, rolled to the finish. Now, how, how do you get points? Uh, so these two? are all worth like one point. No, yeah. I read, no, I was going to ask for, for like the guy. It doesn't have a point <laughs> value, but last year I will say that we all like, I, I think Brad obviously won. Just Brad got all the, the guy points last year. Yeah. He got so many guy points. This um, is took, almost like separate from all the prop bets. This is like a, a separate thing on its own. You know, Dallas, your guy. Dallas this is, honestly, this is all a Doug Dowdy inspiration because Doug Dowdy would walk in there and be, he'd be like, well, there, and Paul Jesperson would do something. And Dowdy be like, well, there's your guy. I'm like, what? Believe, believe me, I know. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm just, I'm not telling you. I'm telling all your guy, who Hootie. Your guy, your, there's your guy. I'm like, who? Like, well, uh, which one of uh, you gurus? James Johnson. Like, what? And it's always somebody who just did something bad. It's right, like, or yeah. like didn't, he, didn't he, play well. No, he, if he, it's somebody who did something good, then he's Doug's guy. Yeah. That's true. He attached um, Stephen. His guy's definitely going to be Stephen Moss. Jackson. Which he one attached, of you gurus gave Stephen Moss four stars? Yeah, that's right. So anyway, so no, the the, the your guy thing is a little separate, but uh, but yeah, I. What, but yeah, see. last year last year we picked um, the Lavelle Davis, like the breakout player on the team, uh, Kemp. That was my pick, and he led the team in catches, and then Paul Jan led the team in touchdowns. So we yeah, all kind of we were we had a good we had a good group. Yeah, we'll see we'll see what this this year's um, um, four horsemen of the. I hope I didn't jinx bring. anybody. We're just gonna give Dave the tight end every year. <laughs> That's right, Dave. Dave always picks tight ends. Um, you're a, you're a big Tanner Cowley guy, weren't you? <laughs> that sounds I like something. Some I was a big uh, Josh Rollins guy. Uh, okay, that's mean. All right, let's let's wrap this up. Yeah, um, still am. Stop. If you are somebody who found the podcast through the website, thank you very much for giving us a listen. And if you don't mind, you can look us up on Apple's podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, Overcast, wherever it is the programs are sold. We better be there. And if not, let me know. Now, if you have found the pod, but you've not given us a look at the website, you can check us out. Capscorner.com. Let's see right now. Um, Damon cranking out content left and right. He's got the aforementioned Jelani Woods and earning his respect of uh, his teammates. The aforementioned Aaron Falmui and being back in the fold on the deep line. Um, Armstead and his journey um, after enrolling early and going through obviously the the weirdest year that you could have. Um, we also have not mentioned though because we're all locked in football mode that Isaac Trout um, picked UVA over the weekend, um, much to the surprise of literally none of us. Um, so there's a um, the mothership did a piece on you know what he means for the Wahoos and, uh, and that kind of thing. So we got game week stuff, Broncos presser. Uh, Damon's aforementioned three, two, one, um, got some recruiting stuff. And then Damon's got a story coming on, uh, Anthony Johnson tomorrow as we record this, but yesterday as you listen to this, so lots of stuff to, to check out. You should do all of that. Uh, I want to say thank you real quick to, uh, Andy Ludicky over at, uh, myperfectfranchise.net. You can visit myperfectfranchise.net for more information on how you can find freedom in your next venture and discover the perfect franchise for you. 
And that is a good place to put a pin in it. Again, I want to thank everybody out there for continuing to support the show. You listened to like two incredibly long podcasts if you made it here. Well, maybe. I don't know if you listened last week, but you should have because it was a lot of fun. And this one as well. Uh, I want to thank Dave and Ferber and Damon for giving graciously over the time as always. I very much appreciate all that they do. So for David Spence and Justin Ferber and Damon Dillman, I'm Brad Franklin, publisher of CatsCorner.com. Thanks for coming out. See you soon. Now-